0: This may be the mid-season finale, but we certainly aren't done covering this series. The Owl House podcast will continue when the show returns. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to my channel for more news and review videos about your favorite cartoons.
1: Hey, so the Owl House season mid-season finale has just dropped. How are we feeling, people?
2: Uh... I thought that was awesome. I I was, like, so engaged the entire time. I don't know, it was just
1: really good. Yeah, me too, yeah.
0: Yeah, totally not what I would have expected, but fantastic.
1: Right, okay, so where the heck do we... I I see this every episode. Where the heck do we begin? Um, this wasn't as, like, action-packed as the others, but it did feel really long. It did feel really long. Um, Yeah,
2: the pacing was awesome, definitely.
1: Yeah. And this is the second episode, like like we didn't know last time, but the last one was the first they produced during the pandemic, even though it had the best animation in the series so far, and oh. um, this is the second episode produced during the pandemic, which might explain some of the lower budget flashback sequences, but, but yeah.
0: I don't know, I cool. feel like those flashbacks were like stylized like that on purpose. I mean, I don't know, the most important thing here is um, is number it five, continues. slash V, slash double-lose.
1: I wouldn't say she's the most important thing in this episode.
0: Like, she was the what this episode was about.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but what what the episode was about wasn't just V. Like, V isn't the heart of the episode. V's just a character. Like like Glassboy, V's predecessor. Um, V's just <laughs> a character you can connect to who also provides an alternative viewpoint on Lose's side of things, Luz's relationship with her mother is at the core of this episode more than anything else, and V provides a challenge to Luz's perceptions of her relationship with her mother, and challenges Lose's ideas of, well, challenges how Luz has treated her mother by running away to the Owl House world. And that was the interesting part of this episode to me, how V forced Luz to reflect on herself and her own actions in running away. and. How hurt her mother felt by the same thing. So, how did you feel about the reveal of V first of all at the the answer to the doppelganger question?
2: I think I love the plot line. It's really interesting. I think one of my favorite parts about it was like how unique of reaction they presented. Because Luce was just like immediately just like patient and kind to to V. And I was like, this is really nice. Like, this isn't like a crazy, like, oh my god, I'm trying to get in every mirror and she keeps breaking them and there's a crazy wacky chase. It's like, no, they're just like working together and she understands her and empathizes and it was just really nice to watch, I guess.
3: It makes me want to go back to the first episode and see if we saw like a basilisk in the background sneaking or something. I thought about oh, that. God, Co- considering
0: considering how this show is with foreshadowing, if it was there, it would have been extremely obvious, and we would know already. <laughs> anyway,
1: <laughs> oh. you still you still really bitter about like last week's secret yeah, reveal? We could,
0: I mean, should we talk about that? Because we didn't talk about that on the video.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, spoilers possibly. But it's revealed in a book that you see at the start of the previous episode that Henta appears to be a homunculus, a um, a grave a gravewalker? Not, not a gravewalker. Um, he's a clone of Belos, alchemized from a bunch of materials. So, um, yeah, that's a thing, apparently. But it was revealed in a book, like we yeah, like said. I
0: think it was literally the first frame of the episode. And just what bothers me about that is because that's kind of a theory we had it could have been such a cool satisfying like no way moment if they had like hunter walking through the palace and he finds a a copy of himself and he's like what something like that rather than just this extremely obvious bunch of text that spells it out for us basically because when they do something like that it's either just like their foreshadowing there wasn't wasn't as good as they thought it would be or they aren't gonna address that in the series ever and it was just there for the lore and then hunter hunter's like backstory isn't actually gonna be a plot point and i like really want it to be so that's frustrating to me that they just show it in a book but i mean we'll find out but that's 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 not relevant for this episode
1: (laughs) yeah and they they could have been more subtle like instead of having literally oh by the way hunter's a clone written on this book they could have just had like one thing yeah just like had
0: just had like a picture of like, there was a picture of, like, a tree, right? Yeah, so have, like, his eyes and then a tree, and that's it. And then we'd be like, what the- f- what does that mean? Rather than just being like, oh, that's what that means. Okay.
2: <laughs> Can I just say, thank God V was still in the cage when he revealed- when he took the blanket off. I was like, I swear to God if V's not actually in there, and she's like, mija, this really is a joke, ha ha, see you soon. I would've been so well, I, Like, I didn't
3: think that was gonna happen. Yeah, I didn't. I think
2: didn't either, happened. but, like- yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, there's really a demon realm and then you're like, look, here's a demon and then there's nothing there. Like, like I was I, like, please don't.
3: I thought maybe she would be scared seeing a demon and then would join sides with the YouTube guy, but like I was a little scared <laughs> that was gonna happen, but you know, no, it was all cool.
2: That was so sweet when she whispered, Oh my god, God they're so cute. She went to V and said like I didn't realize what'd she say? Like I didn't realize yeah. i have been living with such a brave girl or something. Um. I don't know what it was. It was really it was really sweet.
1: At the start of the episode I really thought like for a while that like because I- I'm pretty sure they hadn't figured out the whole V thing last season they probably just thought oh ah, yes let's put an evil doppelganger here and I don't we'll think figure so. out what to do with- we'll-, we'll figure out what to do with it next season I- I-, I I watched this episode and the first thing that went to me is did they really plan for that to be a demon or is that just an answer they had to come up with because they abandoned the plot line but I did like how V is just Not even like a perfect camp form of lose. It's just like different person. It reminds me of um, a Studio Ghibli film I watched, wherein a girl became a cat, and then oh yeah, and then her own cat be yeah, and then her own cat became her because the cat loved the mother so much, even though the girl didn't appreciate her. That the cat wanted to make the mother happy. No,
3: I was thinking of a different one.
1: But any Ghibli fans, you probably know what film I'm talking about. I can't remember. I don't know film
0: what film you're talking about, so you're... you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about Cat, talking about um, cat Returns? Oh, no, Cat Returns is the one I saw recently. That doesn't have... Yeah. I don't know.
1: No, the Cat Returns is the one with, um... No, the Cat Returns is the one with... Are
0: you thinking of, uh... The
3: whole cat
1: parade. Uh,
0: I haven't watched this yet, and it's not a Ghibli movie, but, um... Whisker Away? That, like, just came out. You thinking of that? it's a cat movie it's
1: probably probably that one i don't know i don't know,
0: know. know. <laughs> know. anyway
2: back to the owl house yeah <laughs>
0: uh. for for v honestly like at first i was kind of like i just felt like th- there was only two scenes to insinuate like the doppelganger thing right like we saw her silhouette and then we saw the letters from her la- that was last season that we saw the letters like the end of yes yeah. but the, um the letter so it, it kind of the way they foreshadowed that gave the impression that it was kind of something sinister so when this starts off and it's just suddenly like oh no it's actually just a sweet empathetic beast that happened to go into the human realm I was sort of like really I mean that's a subversion I guess but it's not that it's it's not that interesting to me but then they went into like she's some sort of recreation of the lost species and the emperor's using her for something and all that then I was like okay I'm on board
2: (laughs) I felt the same exact way and I'm glad they you know I'm glad they pulled it back and made me be like, oh, just kidding,
3: I like this. Yeah. Well, um, you know, it, it, like, I don't know. It was sort of framed as sinister, I guess, but, like, mostly it was just, like, a mystery. Like, what is, yeah. like, how did this happen? And it was an effective one, because we talked about it. We talked about theories, like, oh, is it an agent of Bellas who is already in the human realm somehow? Yeah. I like this explanation enough. The only yeah, thing no. is that I suspect if you went back to the first episode where, uh, you know, in the flashback here, they had, like, a specific moment from the episode, it was like, yeah, if you look there, probably they don't have that. And that's just a little disappointing. Um, well, but I don't know,
2: I'm, maybe it isn't, that'd be cool. I think she went in the tent, and I'm guessing in the other episode you just can't see inside the tent or something. like this. Yeah,
1: I look bet. Look um, I'm gonna be honest, like, V herself, I didn't find interesting in any way. I, I was quite disappointed I didn't reveal. really.
0: I kind of felt. This is something we were kind of just talking <clears> about. I kind of just felt like she. She was enjoyable and she was cute, but she kind of did just seem like, you know, oh, we're gonna write her and Ruby, she'll be like, like ooh, uh, she'll be, she'll be like, ooh, ooh, and then everybody will like her, and then like now everybody probably likes her. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs>
1: yeah, they did ooh, This is this is like this her. is a tragic character who like cries a lot because she. Fa- she cries so much in this episode, and it's like feel sorry for me, and I'm like. No, I haven't got that rapport with that character to feel anything for them yet. Stop trying to make me emotional and focus on the emotions of the characters we actually do care about. (laughs) But, um, like, like, you're supposed to build complexity. You're not supposed to just deep dive into this is the tragic character of the episode. But that's why V didn't interest me much. But it was a very interesting episode other than that. Yeah,
2: it's funny to have just a normal human realm episode and, and being like that, more interested yeah, in yeah. the normal human realm than like the magic land. I'm like, yes, more human realm. Please go yeah, to the I, ball.
0: I definitely would have never expected us to to see a, a, a full episode even in the human realm in her in her town. But clearly, they're painting a lot of lore um, related to yeah. her town specifically with the uh, two brothers that end up. Working in oh, dimensional yeah, the travel. That thing. doesn't sound. That doesn't sound familiar at all. I, <laughs> Anyways,
2: m- I might. <laughs> I might have misseen it. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure one of the brothers had a cardinal on his shoulder, so that's cool.
0: Maybe. I mean, like, cool. do we have? We don't. Like, do we have any hints at all on who the brother would be?
1: No. Can- what, if I mean, what if Belos isn't? What if Bellos isn't the first guy? What if Belos is the brother?
3: Well, yeah. yeah that, that's what. That, that's, the whoever's that's what in the I was, like.
1: Yeah. It was real, and I was like,
3: oh, okay, Bellas is the brother. Like, that's what they're... Like, there's... I don't know what other thing it could possibly be. Although, this episode did... Well, I guess there was one previously. Did you guys... When she said, I've met a basilisk before, did you guys remember what that was? Because I did, but it, like, took a minute. I did.
0: I I I remember right right away, and I I was, like, loose. (laughs) <laughs> That's probably
2: not what you want to say. She's like, I met, I, I met it. a basilisk. They sucked. <laughs> oh Go <on>, god, <laughs> they did suck. Literally,
0: literally, yeah, they sucked.
2: That's exactly. Their one. Oh, the one
1: at the school. Yeah, the, the school. Yeah, school. oh yeah. It was
2: at, It was on the episode the, that we all tried. The to episode block that,
3: that we memory. all hated.
1: Are they like, are they like making something good out of that horrible episode? But the Basilisk was the most interesting thing I know, episode, but it was, so... that's
3: why it was funny, it was like, wait, you have? When? Oh, the school episode. Aside from that, this was, we really get introduced to like the concept of Basilisks in this one, so do you think maybe the brother is like a Basilisk disguise to look exactly like the other guy, maybe? That's, that's a possibility. Mm.
1: No, I think he was um, broken by wild magic, I think... Belos, Belos's brother, or whoever whoever the heck, um, was destroyed by, or trapped by, wild magic. That's my personal theory, and that's why Belos tells Hunter that wild magic has destroyed his family before. Mm.
2: It's either Hootie or Bar- Bar- Bartholomew, those are one yes. of the brothers.
4: Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hootie's secret origin story, yeah. oh my god.
2: He's gonna break down into tears and be like,
1: You don't know what it's like for people not to like you, <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't
3: really make sense. I was gonna say, what if it's like Ida's dad was the other brother? What well, was uh?
2: No, it's interesting that they uh they shined out Luz's dad in their family portrait. Did you see yeah.
0: that? Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that could be either because we'll see him or because like he's not relevant and they just doing they're yeah. just doing that thing where they hide the face.
3: Yeah. So they don't have to come up with a character design. <laughs> the...
0: Yeah true. <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, when uh, when V went into the, like, cafe and we saw the the girl behind the desk, I was like, whoa, that's a human. That's weird. I don't know. It felt yeah, weird. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, yeah. Even though, you know, witches in the Boiling Isles just look like humans, basically, except for ears. I was like, whoa! And Ida another character!
2: he Eda tried to pay with a live raccoon. That That's the mental image. I mean, that's another thing, like, seeing, like, the talking rats and, like, magic still existing in that world is really interesting to me.
1: I forgot about this, but someone said somewhere, ah, oh, yes, that's right, big cool cat on the, uh... Big Cool Cat on Spaghetti said this episode gave them Star vs the Forces of Evil vibes, and they said that negatively. But 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 I can see what they mean now because of the whole split between the magic world and the human world, um, and how you can have different kinds of stories in both. But I really liked it in this. Um, it's it's not the same. It's not quite the same as Gravity Falls, but it's like a better version of what was happening in Star, in my opinion. So. I, I do like the idea that there's more of a mystery to the human world, and I would like to see some more stories in that setting, provided they're connected to the idea of magic and humans interacting. Oh yeah,
3: I guess there we was won't. like a lot of town history in this episode. That like I didn't pay attention to any of that. It was just like, oh, there's two brothers. Okay. I mean, that's <laughs> basically
0: that's basically all there was. There was two brothers, and they made a deal with the witch to go to the demon realm, and that's it. And there was a statue of both of them too. So they're oh like, the, they're the that. founders or something
3: but yeah but uh, like i guess ida has been all over this town which leads me to believe that the human world door just always opens to the shed and loses backyard every time
2: yeah does that mean he's seen her go in and out of the portal if he has a camera in there or is that new
3: uh the camera might be new, but he definitely had a picture of Ida. He had like a corkboard thing. He had a name. Yeah, he had her
2: name and yeah.
3: he
1: had picture he had a picture of Owlbeast Ida somehow. He also yeah, had what,
3: normal
2: Ida too. Yeah,
3: he'd had both. I think he didn't know they were the same like person, but he definitely had like a bunch of normal Ida pictures too.
2: I do like the idea of like humans like conspiracy theory, like seeing Boiling Isles, demons and magic and, and like connecting things in the real world is cool. Also I think, I mean, Luz has mentioned this in a previous episode, but I like, I like the conundrum of Luz being like, I've, I've read stories like this, like the, the hero always has to go home, and then her having to literally promise her mom, like, yeah, I'll stay next time I come back to the human realm, and yeah. it's just like,
3: But well, what about her new family? <laughs> what about Amity? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think
1: she I no. think, like, in the grand scheme of things, she has to worry more about her mother, who she's hurt so much by running away. Um, rather than, you know, her cool girlfriend in the bullying isles who she can just, you know, visit or something. But Luz is worried that she has to choose between the two. Oh, no, not more stuff. Okay, um, but, yeah, hopefully they handle it better than that show. I've literally never seen it,
2: so I'm just sitting here speculating what you mean by that. Okay,
1: so at the the end of... um, at the end of Star, spoilers, Star is a spoilers for, for the, yeah, for the Star we're, is, we're, spoilers, spoilers to the things. end of Star. At the end of Star, um, Star and Marco are separated, but they both have a bit of magic left within them. And using that magic, they fuse the two worlds together. There are giant spiders, giant ogres crashing down on on Earth and like completely ransacking the entire the entire. Um, Earth population, and it's supposed to be a happy ending because Marco and Star get to look at each other, like longingly, and have a kiss or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's how Star ended. It's called cleaved, and the two worlds fuse together. I
2: was I going to say, is Luce going to have to like open the door permanently and be like, now we all live in harmony, us and the magics?
1: <laughs> yeah, or magic might get destroyed. Just pull
2: her mom into the Boiling aisles and destroy the door and be like, sorry, mom, I like it here, and now you can be here, too.
1: <laughs> well, that's a nice ending, actually.
2: <laughs> yeah, prison- like, imprisoning her mom.
3: <laughs> in my opinion, the worst part <laughs> about the Star Wars ending is that that happens in, like, the last five seconds of the episode, and then it's over. Like, if, like... Yeah. I think that, that what the worlds being combined could be an interesting vehicle for storytelling. Like if I had another season, that would be, like, I might enjoy that. Also... The Legend of Korra is a show that a lot of people say, you know, is bad and, like, re- I revisited it a while ago and I was like, yeah, I can see a lot of bad stuff in this I didn't notice as a kid, but, like, the I remember when they, like, joined the spirit realm and the human realm, I was like, yeah, this is cool. I like it when they changed the status quo and, and they-, they mixed stuff up, so, like...
1: And they had two whole seasons! They had two whole seasons with the spirit realm and the human realm mixed together as well to follow that up with and all of the side effects.
3: Yeah, so, I don't know, I think... I, I I think I you know keeping the door open, maybe could be a could be a good ending if that's what they're going for. But yeah. well, you know we still gotta like we still got half a season left, and then that, that's not even the end of the show. So I, I feel like they just send much, a bunch maybe. of
2: people with guns in there and just like dissect everyone. Like I, I don't know I don't think <laughs> that could work out.
1: <laughs> I feel like the end of the show will have some form of tragedy. So if, so, if the door is open and Luz can go wherever she wants, what form of tragedy will the ending take? Will, will Fern die?
0: Spoilers for Adventure Time.
1: <laughs> will Ida sacrifice herself to Golb? You know. Mm.
3: <laughs> this morning I saw Lilith trending on Twitter and I was like, better not click that, I'll have spoilers, but like, Lilith wasn't in this episode at all, <laughs> what was that about? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I was wondering too if that was just a random French Lilith there was, was something else entirely.
2: What if the finale is just a body swap episode? and Nothing emotional happens. It's Just
0: an hour it. long body swap episode. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's how
1: Samurai Jack ended. Like the first time it ended. <laughs> mm,
0: you
3: say that, but then it's gonna be like losing her mom switch bodies, and it's like they get to learn. Well, actually, that's just Freaky Friday. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this
2: is genius. Oh, just kidding. They already did it. <laughs> they mentioned Freaky Friday in the series before, except it was called, like, Wacky Wednesday or something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now when, when doing the episode this time around, and he mentioned MewTube.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um. So, like, what, what does Bellus want with Basilisk? What's his, what's his grand plan there?
1: He wants to study how they take out magic. He wants something to do with that. Perhaps he wants oh, yeah. to remove the dark magic from himself.
2: Yeah. I thought when... V said five. I thought that meant that V was a clone. And I was like, oh, this is how he cloned Hunter. I mean, but then yes. that just wasn't yeah. what they were doing. I mean, they I are
3: clones, though, right? Because they're from an extinct species that was brought back somehow. It's like Jurassic yeah. Park.
0: Yeah. It's not 100% clarified, but uh, from, from her saying her name was five, from the get go, I was thinking it was the clone thing, but we don't really get a clear explanation.
2: I definitely get what you mean about the foreshadowing though. Like foreshadowing has become very dangerous in storytelling because the a lot of audiences are really good at picking up on that. So like, f- for foreshadowing just becomes spoilers at a point.
0: Yeah. that's like, the like, but like compare that to fine, how though. to to Gravity Falls building up its big mystery. I feel like people figured it out, but it was good hints. It never yeah. just said like it never said oh this is this character like they had like a background character with a covered face and it's like. Oh, what's up with that guy? And it's like, oh, I don't know, it's just background character, but it was actually something important, you know, like. Like. It could just well, do a like, little, be a little more careful. You should be able
3: to figure out foreshadowing. Like, if you, if you know, if you make a theory based on something you saw in an earlier episode,
0: and then it turns out to be true. Like, that's satisfying. That's yeah. good. Oh, I agree. I just that's mean, why. Like, that's why this specific instance of quote foreshadowing isn't good because it's a book that tells you. This character is a clone. <laughs>
1: like it's it's a bit it's a bit complicated because if you remember, like on the much longer running shows, like like Adventure Time, for example, Adventure Time would reveal a little bit of tidbit or a hint of something very cryptically in season two or season four, and then not follow up on it for like another three seasons. So, like, imagine if we don't find out whether Hunt is a clone until, like, the end of season three. <laughs> that would be enough. When you talk about Adventure
3: but, Time, like, it's such a different show even from the ground up than this is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's what that's what I'm thinking. It, it depends on the sort of foreshadowing you're doing, how significant it is, and whether it's important to know Cause, or not. Because, Tipsy, um, earlier
3: you mentioned, like, oh, I wonder if they even had a plan for what the. Uh, lose doppelganger was going to be, and like I think they definitely did because I think leaving something just open ended without a plan like that is something that you know they would do on Adventure Time, and like I like, I like it in that show. <laughs> so if, you know I think it's I'm, I'm not saying it's like an inherently bad storytelling we... thing to do that. I just think that this show there's no way they would do it. I think they had a pl- I think they had a, the whole plot planned out from the beginning. Probably. That
2: note I see. I mean that note with like the bad English kind of points to it being didn't... I mean, I guess that also could have just been... But, like, the Basilisk, or V, talked in, like, bad English initially when they came out in the flashback, and then that note that she sent to her mom was all weird. So it's like, oh, maybe that they did plan it, but I guess no way to tell.
1: That, that's the biggest evidence, actually. The notes that um, the Basilisk sent to Luz's mother and how badly written they are. But um, she just did such a convincing Luz impression that I thought... She must know quite a bit about Luz before pretending to be her, but no, she didn't know anything about her.
2: Power of Basilisk King.
0: Power (laughs) of... It's a cartoon, and they just had yeah. to write it like that.
1: <laughs> she's just she's just sweet enough that she can pull off a convincing dude by acting like herself.
2: I am pretty mad at her for throwing away. all her I was going to say though. that so she did like well, she did
1: throw
0: away all of Luz's things, and Luz didn't seem to care or notice. I'm just imagining <laughs> like notice, a, my think.
2: doppelganger coming in my room and just throwing everything out. I would have been
0: freaking
2: out.
3: <laughs> well, people. she tried oh to throw God. it away, but then the mom saved the boxes. I know, but. <laughs> So it's okay. Also, from her perspective at that moment, Luz was never coming back, right? She was like, oh, "I'd better just True. make this my life now."
2: Yeah, I guess.
1: Yeah.
3: I don't. Yeah.
1: She'd gotten wrapped up in the delusion and didn't like any reminders of Luz because it made her feel guilty. Sure.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But like now that they're friends, I think they wish that she wouldn't do that again. <laughs>
2: Which is interesting, like, when she was talking to her mom through the rain reflection, when she, like, accidentally mentioned that she had the option to go back initially, but she didn't, her mom was like, what the heck? Why didn't you come back? But she got angry, and I was just like, no, don't get angry! What the heck? But then, oh, no, I don't li- know, I liked it, because she was like, I didn't mean to... Like, she realized, like, she was pushing her away, I guess, and... Now there's there there's tension. There's tension, for sure, but I was like, don't you be manipulative, Mom. Don't you do it. Be good, Mom. <laughs> I- I like that scene, though. It was- it was good.
3: And Luz lied. She was like, yeah, Mom, can't wait to meet you. Which I was thinking, like, oh man, it, it would be fun to see, like, Ida talk to Luz's mom. What's her name? They said it a bunch in this episode, I okay. forgot. Camilla? Yeah, I think it was Yeah, Camilla Nesita. Yeah. Um, because they could- they could talk about Luz and parenting, and that'd be funny. But then, like, I don't know, that's probably not gonna happen that way now.
1: When do when did Ida and Camilla get to interact?
3: Okay, actually, first I I just want to mention that like I really like the design of V when she was like mostly loose but had a bit of deep yeah, facial features popping out. Um, that was really cute. Then the next other topic I I just thought of to discuss is um the the like door world. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah like, uh,
0: it's yeah. how did it's she incomplete? do that? <laughs>
1: Um, so she followed the instructions. This was kind of out of nowhere, effectively, but somehow his name discovered how to make a door to the other world and she followed his instructions pretty much exactly and managed to make a door but it took them into the mirror world did she ever find out whether he succeeded we never saw his transcript so we don't know what happened to him after we made the attempt and whether he came back or not and we'll probably find out within the next few episodes whether he was successful and there was just something wrong with Luz's door or whether he was unsuccessful and got trapped in the mirror world or um or have to go back to the witch realm.
3: Uh, yeah, like what you if the, what if the other brother, brother is, stuck is there? trapped in the door world, this whole time?
1: Entirely possible. What if he's trying to save him? We would have, we might have seen a hint of him being there. I'm gonna be honest, but but once again, we don't know but, what's going to happen in the next then,
0: episode. But, but then it would just be the same exact thing as Gravity Falls. No, it's <laughs> different.
1: I mean, it's already the same thing as Gravity Falls. Yeah. I mean, there are already two brothers, and one of them something happened to him, and the other one is trying desperately to open the door. The difference is that the second brother is a as a, like is like a fascist or something, um, rather than <laughs> Stan Pines, who is like a complete neat. But yeah,
0: I think it's kind of interesting though the um, door world because I mean, like it seems to me like there's a clear. Distinction that, like, there's just two dimensions going on here. Like, we're not gonna deal with that the multiverse of, or anything. Yes. Yeah, they're like, there's just human world, demon realm. That's it.
1: Did we mention that Ida went by the name Marilyn in the human realm?
2: No,
0: no, was was that the name? Name,
1: that's the name of the uh, character who Stan Pines was married to for six hours.
3: <laughs> oh, really?
1: Yeah, okay, because I know, really? I
3: know, I know it is canon that they had like an interaction. Because of some like audio file of Stan talking about, you know, having an encounter with a woman and then like vaguely described Ida, and that came out like way before the Owl House was even around.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. Um, there's even like a picture next to her of a character who looks a lot like Stan Pines but younger. Um, though I wouldn't I wouldn't think they'd have a picture of young Stan Pines.
3: Oh, the the Owl. Oh, also, um, uh, we know that Luz's hometown is in Connecticut. That was right. She said that yeah, like a couple right. ago. She live in Salem. Wait. <laughs> That's too easy. That's too easy. <laughs>
2: the, <right. laughs> yeah.
3: I guess Stan, we know, has been, like, all over the country and banned from a lot of places. So, yeah, like, it doesn't matter. We rate the episode.
2: Amazingly, like, I enjoyed it and I felt, like, engaged the entire time. But when it came to discussion, I didn't have much to say. I was, like, this, I don't know, pretty on the nose. It yeah. just okay. Kind of enjoyed yeah,
3: it. I kind of yeah. It's weird that I'm not finding much to say, but I did really like this episode.
2: Yeah, definitely the best mid-season finale yet out of all two of them. <laughs> <laughs> what was,
1: <laughs> <it>? <laughs> what was the first
2: one? The first the first one was the one when King was trying to, or it was when Ida was turning into the. I can't even remember any. Uh, King got mad that that person overtook his playground throne. Ida turned into the owl lady.
3: Oh, that was. the um, Oh wait, finale? I mean Ida turned into
2: the owl beast rather. And she got taken by the pest control. That was a mid-season finale.
1: Oh,
2: <laughs> Oh wow. Oh, I remember. It was the Palisman episode. It was the Palisman one.
1: Oh, the, we like the Palisman episode. I mean, I
2: like. yeah. Right? Wasn't that the Palisman? Hold on. Are you, I think, I, like, are you just remembering
3: know. or are you looking it up? Because, like,
0: you're giving two different <laughs> answers here.
2: I think that the B plot was the...
0: <sighs> I'll look it I'm up. I'll look sure. it up. <laughs> look it up, yeah. Was that?
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that was the Palisman one.
0: It was the palace feel- one.
2: Okay, yeah.
3: So like the 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 like the Bat Queen trials episode. Yeah, King and t- then yeah, the, yep. I guess
2: the I guess the B plot was Ida with King, and then yes. like curse stuff. But yeah, it was just kind of a normal episode. That was the mid season yeah. finale.
0: But well, that's the okay. thing though. I kind of it. Do you think maybe like with that they, like, cause with this with season two like they're so directly moving forward every episode. Like, the fact that this one was about her using the mitten on the door already, I was like, seriously? That's already? Okay. Um, yeah. I feel like for season one, they definitely didn't have as direct of a plan as they t- do right now. I mean, they certainly uh, had a plan, but fair. they probably just didn't... They probably just didn't have, like, an understanding there... of the episode count they would get and stuff. <laughs>
3: Maybe. I don't yeah, know. I, I think feel... they're just taking it more slowly. You know, introducing <laughs> us with more slice of Life episodes and all that. Yeah,
1: like, when I... When I finished season one, the reason I was convinced that the doppelganger plot might not have been thought out is because when I finished season one, I got the impression that they didn't know what they wanted to do next, which is why season one is just so hit and miss. Um, but with this season, it seems from the get go they have a plan and they are rushing towards it as fast as possible. Like we've just um, talked about, we've we talked about no so filler. much
3: even in season one that like. Uh, there's a lot of Gravity Falls just in the DNA of this show, and just that being, just that, like, just knowing that, there was no way they didn't have some kind of plan. Because Gravity Falls is so very structured. Yeah, but think
1: of how many episodes take advantage of the fact that there was this multi-tracking school, which is, like, none of them. I don't think that was, like, very planned.
2: Um, oh yeah, she. <laughs> I forgot.
1: <laughs> it's like, yeah, like the whole the whole school life thing has basically been cut from the show at this point. And
2: school, still was with, with Willow and game Gus, game. they still just don't do anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so crazy. those are. Yeah, so it's like, the, the heart of the show was Ida, King, and Luz, and it's like, here's is, he is a concept of a show with these characters, and it's, oh, here's a different concept of Luz goes to a school and, and meets these cool characters, and, like, there's this girl, she has this rivalry with, but enemies, others and that's cool. They, they made all of these good concepts and bad concepts, and for season two, they throwed away the trash and focused <laughs> on all the good stuff.
2: I mean, fair, I guess, <laughs> you, you know? <laughs>
3: Yeah. Uh. yeah, anyway, I liked V. I can't wait to never see her again until the series finale or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They're probably, I mean, this is kind of cute, but they'll probably just make V like their adopted sister or something. Yeah. V just take on the form of, like, Azura or something. <laughs> or Azura, whatever her name is. Good Witch um, Azura? Is it Azura? Whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> that uh, is also, a thought I had during the episode, is that she she could probably turn into Azura for whatever reason. Oh really?
2: <laughs> They'll definitely make her like an adopted sister. I think yeah, that's definitely. adorable. So I'm fine with that. I don't care if that's predictable. I predict that, and it will be good.
0: <laughs> it will be.
3: Uh, also, about about you know using the like blood from the glove on the door so soon. Like that's mean. That means it's gone now, right? Like if they yeah. want. No, to...
1: they just used one finger. They used one. Oh, finger Oh yeah, no, glove. you're
0: right. Yeah, they did use one finger. Smart. Oh, Smart. I didn't yeah. notice. The whole door
2: did dissipate, which I was gonna say, like, yeah, that does mean it's gone, but yeah, they cut off one finger, because they're smart. I was wondering if it'd be enough, but then, like, the entire door got covered with it from just, like, that one dry spot, so I'm like, oh, okay. It's magic. So, the
1: next step, their next step will be finding an anchor point for Luz to enter the, um, yeah. enter the world. Like, enter the actual human the, world
3: instead of just the space between dimensions.
1: Yes, it's possible that there is a magical point outside of Luz's house. Wherein this is possible.
2: Exciting! I can't wait for the next episode in one week.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, in one week. Oh, okay, no. so Let's keep telling
0: th- ourselves that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe it will become true. So, how would you rate this episode? Because I would rate it uh, an eight out of ten.
0: Ooh.
2: <laughs> no matter what anyone says, Nick will always be like, Whoa, "Oh, <laughs> it's really funny. It's
0: my job. I'm I'm supposed to be the host." Uh.
3: Uh, um. I'm sorry, I can't relate to how you guys were saying, like, oh, I didn't connect with V, uh, she was boring. Like, I liked her. 10 out of 10. Oh my
1: god! <laughs> <laughs> tune just, like, rebelliously like, boosting the score now, because we just V at the start of the episode.
2: I'm gonna say 9, for sure. I almost said 9.5 initially, but I just sort of sat with it, I was like, yeah, 9. It was, it was really good, I enjoyed it, it was, it was engaging, it was well-paced, and it was really solid, so that's my score.
0: I'm going to also say 8 because ooh. I thought, ooh, um, <laughs> uh I just, I really like seeing the human realm and uh, the uh, like the concept yeah, yeah. of the mirror dimension was a cool idea, even though we just saw a train fake, we do something similar. Wait, so, but does this mean that there's technically three dimensions then if the mirror, if the reflection counts as a dimension, anyway. But, well, um, maybe.
3: <laughs> okay, Listen, I it's like, space uh, between dimensions, and I don't know if that fully counts. That's,
0: yeah.
2: All you guys have to do is watch less cartoons, because meanwhile, I'm here like, whoa, I've never seen this before, and you guys are like, this is just like Star, this is just, just like, like, like- a <laughs> <I'm> like,
0: okay. <laughs> no well, it's, not, it's not our fault, everybody copies each other. Not everyone, everyone has
2: seen these shows, so maybe it's unique to them, okay? Um.
0: <laughs> and, and, uh, and the little, the big moment at the end with Lou's Hog to her mom was fantastic, but the previous episode, I gave it eight point five because it had Hunter in it. So this one's just an eight. <laughs> <What?
1: Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it had Hunter, it be is that annoying. your favorite
2: character?
0: Him and Amity are. I think I like Hunter more. Oh, you must have too. loved
2: the last episode, then.
0: Yeah.
3: You know, this one's the first like glimpse we had. We had at all into the human, the human world, and like there, be, there being lore about back and forth, which I guess makes a lot of sense because, like, Eda's just been going back and forth for years and we knew that. But it's cool to see it, because, like, before they just, like, mentioned it, you know, but I like seeing it, that she was actually there. People, like, recognize her and people know about magic, sort of, but not really. I like it all. This is our- the first Luna's mom focused episode. It's- uh, It's interesting it's that people care,
1: because, like, it's like one of the things with SU is that there were these interactions between the human world and the gems, but Nobody seemed to really care about it or think anything about it. But this seems like there's at least some. Act, even if it's just Ronaldo again, there's there are some active yeah. players. In like, that world.
3: was world. Really, I thought that was r- really funny, <laughs> and Stephen. I thought I liked that, <laughs> too, yeah. Yeah. that
0: was funny. That was a funny character. I got. We got to look up who voiced him. He was definitely familiar something. Yeah.
3: Do that. Do that before we end the podcast.
0: If we have to wait
2: so long for the next episode and we're so interested in the human realm we should just leave our houses and try to find the portal in real life because <laughs> we live in the that's human a good realm idea. You forget this but we can find more about the human realm by just going outside but I don't want
3: to Hey Shane, you weren't here last week Do you have anything in particular you want to say on the podcast about that last episode?
2: I watched it on YouTube in 16 parts in the lowest possible quality and I'm very upset about it <laughs> Um... <laughs> But that being said, oh my god, I would have given that one a 10 for sure. I loved that. It was so cool. The fight was so cool. The characters were so cool. Oh my god, it was so fun. I wish I was there for that, because that was so awesome. I can't tell you how frustrating it was to watch it. It was literally, I think, 22 parts of one minute on YouTube, and like it just kept cutting, and like it was missing... So there was a point where it was missing like part 7 and 8, so I had to find another video, but the video I found was like it was like in a fake TV and the episode was uh-huh. in the middle yeah. and you know what I mean and it was like yeah. Amity on the side like with her like green hair like with her arms crossed like promo art just like <laughs> kind of smirking at the screen as if she was mocking me because like it was like weirdly pitched and I watched like half of the episode in a weird pitch because I was like you know what I'm just going to sit here and watch it like this and then I eventually went back to the original one part thing. So it was just, it was the watching experience was bad, but the episode, oh my god, one of my favorites.
3: I can't believe people still upload episodes and parts to YouTube like that.
2: I think that's like the only way you can do it without getting destroyed, right?
3: Well, Probably. like, this morning, before, you know, we watched the episode and recorded the podcast, I saw a YouTube video that was like, Owl House Season 2 Episode 10, and it w- it looked like a, you know, 20 minute video, and it had like, you know, loses mom in the thumbnail, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I I it's saw
0: probably just like
2: link there. in the description. The link is like notavirus.com, yeah. Or whatever. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: I just posted the um, name of the voice actor. I'm he also voices the warden in the first episode.
0: I've been staring oh. at it, I've been waiting to read it. He voices oh. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh Roger
1: Kirk Smith. Oh yeah, I know him. Yeah, it's Sonic. Yeah. He voices <laughs> he voices Sonic in Wreck It Ralph. Does he voice Sonic all the time? Yes, yeah. he's, he's
3: the he's he's been Sonic since uh, Colors. <laughs> he's the guy oh who, God, he's so the guy who
0: quit t- for a month and then came back. <laughs> Can so, I turn my fan on? Potential. Are we
2: done? I'm I'm begging you.
1: I I haven't finished. Like, uh, are we gonna finish
3: now? Uh, we, we're not done until you say a haiku, Chan. Oh, oh, true.
2: God. Um. Oh, geez. The. Oh, hold on. Wow. The human realm. I wish I lived in that realm. Oh wait. <laughs> I live there.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: cool. Thank you so much for listening. Please stay tuned for other podcasts coming real soon. If you're enjoying this series, please leave a review for it, we'd love to know what you think. Also consider subscribing to my YouTube channel, Crowned Cryptid, where I post reviews and news videos about cartoons, and I also upload these podcasts early there as well. Have a nice day!